Almost 90% of women have cellulite. And guess what? It's not their fault. We don't choose cellulite, but we can choose a different way to treat it. Meet Quo, Collagenase Clostridium Histolyticum, AAES, the first and only FDA-approved prescription injectable for moderate to severe cellulite in the buttocks of adult women. This non-surgical treatment is injected by an aesthetic specialist in 10 minutes or less. Individual results may vary. Do not receive if you are allergic to any collagenase or ingredients in Quo or have an infection at the treatment site. May cause serious side effects, allergic reactions including anaphylaxis and injection site bruising. Seek medical help right away for any signs of allergic hypersensitivity. Tell your doctor about all your medical conditions. If you have a bleeding condition or take medicine that prevents clotting. Most common side effects include bruising, pain, hardness, itching, redness, discoloration, swelling, and warmth at the injection site. Ask your doctor about all possible side effects and for product information. If you're ready to get to the bottom of your cellulite, learn more and find a specialist at Quo.com. Hey there all you sports fans, welcome to today's episode of the Promenade Sports Report where we talk about all the latest and greatest news from around the sports world. I'm your host Vince Cohen and today is January 4th. Today we'll start with the NFL with yesterday capping off week 17 and finalizing playoff matchups for next weekend. The Vikings beat the Lions 37-35 in Detroit. The Buccaneers pounded the Falcons 44-27 at home in Tampa Bay. The Patriots, unsurprisingly, beat the Jets 28-14. The Bills dominated the Dolphins 56-26. The Browns edged the Steelers, who, after starting the season 12-0, finished the season on a four-game losing streak. The score of that one was 24-22 from Cleveland. The Giants ended the Cowboys' hopes for a playoff spot by beating them 23-19. The Ravens dominated the Bengals 38-3. The Colts got a 28-14 win at home in Indianapolis over the Jaguars. The Jaguars, of course, had already clinched the first overall pick and will be selecting first at this year's draft. The Titans beat the Texans 41-38 in a tight contest. The Rams' defense was big in clinching a playoff spot in beating the team they were competing with, the Cardinals, 18-7 at home in Los Angeles. The Saints beat the Panthers 33-7. The Packers beat the Bears 35-16. The Chargers beat the Chiefs 38-21 in an upset. The Seahawks edged out the 49ers by three points, 26-23 in San Francisco. The Raiders edged the Broncos by one point, 32-31. And Washington football team clinched a playoff spot with a win over the Eagles, 20-14. And with that, We'll head into the playoff matchups for next weekend, but first, the number one seeds will be Green Bay in the NFC and Kansas City in the AFC. The NFC playoffs are as follows. The number two seed is the New Orleans Saints. They'll have the Chicago Bears on Sunday. The number three Seattle Seahawks will play the number six Los Angeles Rams. They played just two weeks ago with the Seahawks winning. The Rams won a contest between the two teams earlier in the season, however. And the four seed is Washington football team who will host Tom Brady's Tampa Bay Buccaneers. 
In the AFC, the number two seed is the Buffalo Bills. They'll host the Indianapolis Colts with fans allowed to attend in limited quantities in Buffalo. The number three seed is the Pittsburgh Steelers. They'll face off against the Cleveland Browns. And the number four seed is the Tennessee Titans who will face off against the Baltimore Ravens. For the non-playoff teams though, today looms large as it is often referred to as Black Monday. Lots of firings for head coaches and other personnel after unsuccessful seasons. Michigan head coach Jim Harbrough has NFL aspirations and will look to fill one of the holes that is created on Black Monday. Speaking of college football, the college football playoffs are continuing next Monday with the championship game as Ohio State clinched their way on after beating Clemson 49-28 and Alabama beat Notre Dame 31-14. Next Monday will be the championship game between those two clubs. Next up, we'll do the NBA. Their season started on December 22nd, just two weeks into the season, and the standings look like this. In the Eastern Conference, the Philadelphia 76ers stand alone at 5-1. Behind them, the Pacers, Cavaliers, Magic, and Hawks sit at 4-2 each. The Boston Celtics are 4-3, the New York Knicks and Milwaukee Bucks are both 3-3, and that closes out the 8 current playoff seeds of course it is very early in the season so none of these teams are guaranteed to make or miss the playoffs the current non-playoff seeds in the eastern conference are the brooklyn nets and chicago bulls at three and four each the miami heat at two and three the charlotte hornets at two and four the washington wizards at two and five the toronto raptors at one and four and the detroit pistons at one and five in the Western Conference, there is a three-way tie for first place between the Los Angeles Clippers, Phoenix Suns, and Los Angeles Lakers. All three teams are 5-2. and two. Behind them, the Utah Jazz and New Orleans Pelicans are both 4-2, and two. the Golden State Warriors, Portland Trailblazers, and Sacramento Kings are each 3-3. Three and three. And on the outside looking in, the Houston Rockets are 2 and 2, the Oklahoma City Thunder are 2 and 3, the Mavericks are 2 and 4, the Nuggets are 2 and 4, the Timberwolves, Spurs and Grizzlies are also 2 and 4. Next up is the National Hockey League as training camps all started yesterday or on the 31st depending on whether a team was involved in the return to play protocol way back in June. The seven non-playoff teams got to start camp a few days early on the 31st with the 24 teams that did make the playoffs all starting camp yesterday, January 3rd. Over the last week, there have been some free agent signings. The Kings signed Andreas Athanasiu, the Canadians signed Corey Perry, Edmonton re-signed Ethan Bear, Washington signed Chara. He sent a farewell message that seemed slightly spiteful to the Bruins on Instagram. Arizona signed Derek Broussard, St. Louis re-signed Vince Dunn, Columbus re-signed Pierre-Luc Dubois despite trade rumors and rumors that he wants out of Columbus. Pittsburgh re-signed John Marino to a six-year contract, seemingly a bit steep for a kid who's only played in the league for two seasons. Chicago got an absolute steal re-signing Dylan Strome to a 
two-year, $6 million contract with an AAV of only $3 million for a guy who's been nearly point-per-game since joining their organization. Matt Barzell was included in the Islanders camp roster and went through a physical. He cannot participate until he does sign a contract, but these things all indicate that his contract talks with the Islanders and Lou Lamorello are moving on smoothly and he should be signed within the end of the week. RFA forward Jack Roslovic requests a trade from Winnipeg as they clearly have not been offering him the money that he wants. He is currently in Columbus, not even in Winnipeg, as the Jets look at options to either sign him or trade him. Speaking of Columbus, going back to the Pierre-Luc Dubois saga, lots of drama this week as it seems like Columbus has said that they will handle this the same way that they handled Panarin and Bobrovsky not wanting to re-sign and wanting out, which was pretty poorly handled honestly, so I would not expect them to hold by that. Regardless, lots of teams have been calling to check in on Dubois and see what Columbus's asking price is for the franchise center. Regardless, it seems like Dubois will start the season in Columbus at least when the season does start in just nine days on January 13th. Over to baseball now. The Padres made some big splashes this week acquiring Blake Snell and Hugh Darvish from the Rays and Cubs respectively. Lots of people have said that the Padres may now be one, one of the best teams in the league. Of course, they play in the same division as the reigning World Series champion Los Angeles Dodgers. Rumors have been swirling this week that the Dodgers look to counter that move by potentially signing DJ LeMahieu. Those rumors have been heating up, and it seems like the Dodgers and LeMahieu's camp have been meeting and discussing over the last week. In other free agent news, Liam Hendricks is currently visiting the Blue Jays complex today, and Trevor Bauer met with those same Blue Jays on New Year's Eve. The Blue Jays have still yet to make a big splash in free agency, despite all the news that they were going for it this year. In other news, over the last week, the Twins signed Hansel Robles, and there was also another trade, a three-team trade. The Rays sent relief pitcher Jose Alvarado to the Phillies. God knows they need the help on relief. The Phillies sent Garrett Clevenger, a pitching prospect, to the Dodgers, who sent Dylan Paulson and a player to be named later or cash to the Rays. This move was required for the Rays to clear up a 40-man roster spot so that they could make the Snell trade with the Padres. Early consensus is that the Rays' return for Blake Snell was very good as they acquired former top 10 prospect Francisco Mejia and current top 25 prospect Luis Patino along with Blake Hunt and Cole Wilcox who are both young and have been picked in the draft within the last two seasons. Although of course trading a current Cy Young caliber pitcher in his prime is not necessarily normal for any team to do, let alone a team that went to the World Series last season and looked like they were set to contend for the next five or six years. 
But as all avid MLB fans know, never doubt the Rays' front office. They always find a way to make it work in some strange way. And last but not least, more good news out of the MLB, as it seems like the season and spring training are both going to start on time as scheduled this year, meaning spring training will probably start sometime in mid-February, and the season itself in either late March or early April. That's all for today, folks. I've been your host, Vince Cohen. Thanks for listening, and tune in next week for more of the best news in sports. Every day, thousands of hackers try to steal your crypto. But Arculus uses air-gapped technology by forming a protective barrier that insulates you from hackers and secures your crypto. Order yours at GetArculus.com.